All right, we are live for a Monday edition of the People's Talk Show and uh, looking forward to connecting, man. It's a great, uh, wonderful Monday evening, to say the least. Uh, lots of things happening worth bringing to your attention. A lot of things caught my attention in the headlines today. And as always, want to uh, check in and find out what's on your radar and uh, see how we can put all these events together to paint one big, I guess, canvas of what's really happening in the real world rather than what we're being told from the lame stream media. And so as always want to make sure everyone here has a chance to let their voice be heard. And so it's not much of a talk show unless you have someone to talk to. And so when the phone lines open up, I would love to hear from you guys directly. Let me know whatever it is that's on your radar, whatever's in your mind, whatever your expertise is, whatever it might be, definitely feel free to let it be heard. And so the number, as you can see here, right here, 313-462-0027 is the number you can call when it's time and uh what else so anyway let me just check in real quick the chat man hopefully everyone gets notified and gets a chance to plug in and uh have a chance to hang out in real time i've been getting more or or seen once the live stream ends then people get notified and it's like that defeats the point of having people click the bell notification all notifications so people can get plugged in in real time so that right there to me is very questionable but then again that's an alphabet for you. And so anyway, uh, let me know if we have any first time viewers in the chat, as well as uh, where you're checking in from. We'll have to give you a quick shout out and uh, see what's going on. So Roth, definitely. I'm going I'm to touch on that uh, that record setting debt load. And I remember uh, years ago, um, and I made a lot of infographics or whatever, just highlighting how I think it was I think it was about 17 trillion or so was the national debt uh, when uh, President Trump came into office, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember just watching it grow, 18, 19, 20. And at the time, my thought process was, had Trump actually had a second term, we would have been well past 30 trillion anyway. So the fact he didn't get that second term, nevertheless, every president ultimately adds an extra 10 trillion or so uh, to the national debt. That's what it's, that's what it appears, especially the last four or five presidents. So not surprising one bit. But then again, imagine if you're on the other side of the planet and you're observing how um, how uh, this government is mismanaging their stewardship of the reserve currency. It would only incentivize you even more to really want to begin, uh, I guess, diversifying, rethinking some things in reference to uh, what it is you're holding in your reserves. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay, we got uh, Catalia. Catalia, if I'm not saying that incorrectly, I'm, I'm probably butchering it. Forgive me. Uh, how you doing? Let me know where you're watching from. We got MW checking in. Uh, says, uh, what is it about Ukraine? <laughs> we got Daryl checking in. My friend, what's going on with you? Uh, forecast of 53 before. Th yeah, I, I, so here's the thing. The, the forecast, once again, the numbers are always high. But between now and 2030, I'd imagine there's going to be a, a lot of uh, events that unfold to where whatever the number is for the U.S. national debt will be irrelevant in comparison to where the world will be at. Nevertheless, you know, who's going to be on the receiving end of all that debt? Like, you know, at the Federal Reserve, literally, I remember Jerome Powell saying uh, during one of the little it was a 60 minute interviews, or whatever, uh, talking about, you know, when he's asked about just printing currency, he said, yeah. And then he went on to say how, you know, the Federal Reserve balance sheet, is, it's, it's, it, can, it can handle a lot more. And so as of right now, we're about $8 trillion or so on the, on the Fed's balance sheet. And they're slowly but surely trying to dwindle away that little bit amount. Think about this. They can easily add an infinite amount because it's just numbers and digits and paper for the most part. But the question is, who's going to be receiving that stuff? And I, I don't think the rest of the world will be willing to hold that stuff. So 
yeah, Weimar, here we come type of event. So anyway, okay, uh, what else we got here? Let me check in what's going on. Pablo Pina checking in. We got Kenneth checking in. All right, from New York, checking in the building. Okay, so I got an interesting a little uh, sequence of um, of articles. And I wanted to start off more so with just this digital transfer, trans, transformation that's taking place with what is considered a one of the fifth largest banks in Australia. And I'm thinking like, okay, so imagine if we got some type of news like that here. So that's not the only bank. There are several big banks in Australia, excuse me, deciding to just wean the country off of cash altogether. And a lot of people are pissed, but then again, they're justifying it by saying they're already or there's only a small amount of people who actually use cash. And I'm thinking like, okay, I could actually see that narrative starting to form here in the U.S. beyond what is already going on now up in this upcoming year, just because it plays into the, the, all the things happening with the Federal Reserve. And right now we have politicians talking about the digital dollar. Some are against it. Majority are going to be for it. So that the, the, the narrative is being set right now as to where things are heading. So 2024 will be an interesting year because something will be announced whether we want it or not and it's more so how will it be received and then got another article highlighting how it's possible for this transition to that digital realm solely can happen right under the radar we may not even really know nothing about it until we go to the bank and they say sorry you can't get any cash so anyway um we're gonna dive into that so as always before i do want to make sure uh, for those who are plugging in let me check and sure, make sure everything is flowing smoothly on my end so that uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Make sure everything is for me. Refresh my screens. So everything is flowing. OK, so OK. OK, so I do have some activity. So I appreciate it. So I got some of my people on Rumble as well checking in. Feel free to let me know where you're watching from in the chat as well. I'm hoping one day we can connect all this. So I don't have to stream on two different platforms at the same time. But anyway, so before I move forward, let's just, just do a little, little homework on my end here. Make sure everyone has a chance to uh, find out what's what with RTD. And so you'll never be without. Uh, let me click all this stuff. I got too many windows open. Man, forgive me. Too many windows open. Okay, let me just jump right into it, man. All right. Okay, so RTD.news. So there's a link in the description here. I want to encourage everybody to take advantage of all the resources I've put together over the last umpteen years. Of course, the most important one is the opportunity to redeem fiat while they're still a buyer on the other end of that or a seller on the other end of that. So if you guys are interested here, I got an interesting opportunity here. Uh, description is in the, ba is in the information is in the description. So feel free to have at it. And also to make sure I give a shout out to four Patriots. They've been a blessing to the channel severely helping people get their, uh, their food preps. And of course they're always running some type of special. And so they have the food, they got power, they got everything you need. So first time buyers can save 10% if you use the RTD as a code on checkout. So definitely consider that if you guys have not. And make sure you subscribe. That's the best important thing so you can connect, connect with, the, with the community. And also, if you guys will be a blessing, feel free. Any contribution would definitely be helpful as it gets a little lonely on this end now that the algorithms is not my friend. But then again, there's a link in the description if you guys want to be a blessing to the channel, monetarily speaking as well. Make sure you check out Rethinking a Dollar. I got articles, all my videos. I got RTD University where I've had, I put together all my prior interviews so everyone can get a taste at to what the overall consensus has been for quite some time now from a variety of scholars. And then also, I forgot to be, I forgot to plug the dollar IQ quiz. And so numbers are still 60%. And so this is a good way for people 
family and friends who may not be too monetary savvy, you give them this quick quiz here and they get a chance to see where they stand. And if it's meant to be, they'll die further for themselves to educate themselves on what's really happening and go from there. And then last, the RTD crisis reports. You can go, all this is at rethinkingadollar.com and it's a good way to get some alternative, off the cuff, out of the box type thinking uh, for those who are interested. So I want to make sure I do that so everybody has a chance to uh, find out what's what, just in case you're a first time viewer. All right, man, let's jump into the uh, to the article of the day or, of course, of, of many. But this is what caught my attention. And so I'll read it to you. And I got some bullets just to highlight some things here. And so it says it begins. This is from Gateway Pundit. It says Australia's fifth largest bank announces digital only transactions. It says we'll phase out cash, checks and phone payments in all 80 branches starting next year. So once again, as I mentioned, put yourself in the shoes of the Aussies. As they're being the, the, the literally the war economic reform agenda is being ran in real time there. And there's a good portion that's pushing back. But on average, the majority of people don't seem to really care just because it's they're going along with the trend. Majority of the things they do is already cashed. And so what, what difference does it make if I got cash? But it starts with the big banks and it's work, workers way right on down to where people will look up one day and realize that, you know, if you don't have something physical in your possession, then what do you really have? Because the ledger. The digits you think you own is on their ledger, not your own ledger. So that's just something worth uh, keeping in mind. So real quick here, I want to just thumb through a couple things that I uh, extracted from this article just to highlight what's happening and where we're at. And so I'll just zoom in real quick. Hopefully you guys let me know if you guys can read this uh, and I'll just thumb through it real quick. But it says starting in January 2024, Macare Bank will, will phase out cash. It says the bank's transition timeline includes in January. There'll be no checkbooks for new cash management accounts, including linked McKay wrapped accounts. It said in March, automated telephone banking services will shut down. So the ability to call in to get support and get help, uh, it's gone. May 2024, it says depositing or withdrawing cash checks and branches will cease and checkbook orders for existing accounts will be discontinued. Like to me, as I'm reading this, I'm just putting myself in their shoes, especially if I was banking there. And, uh, you know, especially the older generation who are, uh, you know, predominantly still use a lot of cash, just how you're going to have to change banks or something like that. And then lastly, here it says November 2024, writing or depositing checks will be completely phased out. So everything will be solely digital beyond what it already is now. And so, as I mentioned, put yourself in their shoes. You know, what what would you do if your banks all of a sudden sent something to you saying that starting in 2024, we're going to now start phasing out everything that you've known your entire adulthood life. <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't be too uh, happy there. But just out of curiosity, real quick, before I move on to the next article, uh, you know, how, how would you guys take this? Do you guys, would you guys switch banks or have you already debanked yourself to where you do limited transactions anyway? What's your thoughts? I'm curious to hear uh, what you guys got going on. Uh, and Roth says, uh, what if they shut down bullion dealers that use cash? That would be crazy. <laughs> so we're already witnessing the funny business when it comes to bullion dealers having accounts at certain banks. And so that's just the beginning of where this is going. So uh, I know you're just, you know, being funny, but not too funny overall, because it's, it's more likely going to happen. It says, uh, Chris says 1984 or 1776. We must decide and quickly, Chris, that uh, is a, is a real statement. However, only people who are aware and awake 
to what's going on are the people who tune in to the alternative media. Your average Joe, who's right now probably sitting on the couch watching, you know, what comes on channel, uh, like, you know, what, what is it? What comes on the night? I don't know what comes on nine o'clock. Football, watching football right now or watching, they don't care. Long as everything flows smoothly, uninterrupted, no hiccups, they'll never, they'll never know what hit them. So that's unfortunate. We all, we're all in this together, and a good portion of us is still sleeping at the wheel. So, yeah, but I, I feel you. I feel you. I wish, I wish there was more that could be done and more that can be said. And it's little small pockets of people using their talents to spread messages as well as using their 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 skill sets. And a great example. Is that Oliver Anthony guy with the country song? You know, like he, you know, he was apparently pouring out from his heart the frustration he has. That thing went viral. A lot of people caught on to it. Politicians started jumping on the bandwagon, using it, of course. But then again, that one song I think reached a lot of people who were probably asleep at the wheel. So point is, everybody who's tuned in right now, you all have a voice. You all got a unique skill that God gave you to serve for Him and His and to advance His kingdom. Think about ways that we can all put that together, like the body of Christ. If the body of Christ was to take more of our own authority given to us and put it into use, we would definitely make a difference just for just for more than just this life is, is, is a good thing as well. So just something to something to chew on there. What type of skills and talents you got that can reach people? That's what we're trying to do here. All right. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. But that's an interesting story, at least, because this plays right into my next story where I can kind of sort of see something like this happening in the not too distant future in our country here and so as of today let me just zoom in and make myself a little bit bigger uh a u.s bank citigroup debuts their token service in the latest foray into digital assets so citigroup goldman sachs jp morgan they all got their own private <sighs> centrally controlled ledger network and what they're looking to do is to tokenize their current assets that's on their commercial bank ledger and mimic and copy it over to their new you know block okay blockchain style network so they'll have both run, running in tandem over the next couple of months maybe a year before true clarity is given on how this digital dollar program will be, will be rolled out and my suspicion is that it's going to be all the globally systemic important banks that roll out their own ledgers, tokenizing their current assets and putting it on their blockchain. And so it makes it easier, I think, for, for the networks to communicate, to connect that interoperability that I've been talking about for so long to where you have now a new modernized digital ledger created specifically to be connected at some point in the future to the Federal Reserve to where things can happen seamlessly on the back end and it never looked at looked like anything took place. Everything runs smoothly, except the type the, the type of ledger, the speed of the network, as well as all those intricate details that are well beyond my you know my technical scope. But it's this type of activity here that in 2024 will probably make it a lot easier for the digital transformation that's underway. So real quick here, I'll thumb through some things here and uh, give you guys the the gist of what's happening. I figure it's easier for me to just pull out some key bullets and highlight it. But real quick here, it says City Token Services, Citigroup's new offering, City Token Services converts customer deposits into digital tokens. So if you're a customer there, however much money you have in your current accounts, 
all of a sudden on their side, it's going to be tokenized on their new ledger. And on the screen you have now, won't nothing change. It's going to look the same. Whatever you got in there, ones and zeros or whatever it is, looks exact same. But on the back end, it's a completely different system at some point. It says facilitating instant global transfers and is housed in the treasury and trade solutions division. It says blockchain integration. Citigroup utilizes its private blockchain for processing these tokens, enabling immediate settlement and clients can access the services through existing systems without setting up digital wallets. So, like I said before, you won't need to do nothing special on your end. It's seamless. It's going to be automatic transfer over to the new system just like that. And it's probably I wouldn't be surprised if a lot more banks are probably experimenting with this same technology now. And this is all the rebranding of our currency to where we haven't even gotten to the official launch or announcement of a CBDC just because these commercial banks, digital versions are now. So we got the old commercial banks. We got the new technology they're trying to spin out with this tokenized dollar asset category. Then we're going to have the Federal Reserve aspect of it. And then it's the, the bank's tokenization that they're setting them now. And whatever the Fed is going to roll out, it's going to operate like that at some capacity to where, yeah, it, it's, it's, it'll be a heist behind the scenes and we won't even know what happened. That's how, that's how smooth this could be. So anyway, keep it moving real quick. Cross-border payments is a big deal. It says Citigroup aims to address the challenge of slow cross-border money transfers, reducing friction related to uh, cutoff times and service gaps by leveraging blockchain technology. So we have Australia eliminating cash. We have Citigroup and JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs. I've read articles about them having their own ledger. It's good to say they're going to be able to connect with one another and have things transfer seamlessly. So we're already in the midst of the digital transformation and the average person know nothing about it. And on the surface, everything still runs smoothly. You still have access to some paper for now. But then again, thing, as we move forward, it's going to become harder to transact using the, 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 the temporary transformation from the legacy into the new system. Just because paper is the the paper currency is the is the um, is, is probably what's holding them back for now, because as as long as there's paper, they have to have some form of paper to have. Uh, to be able to do interactions with you if you come down or you actually withdraw. And so what event will take place to where they now start making it look as if withdrawing funds and paper form is a bad idea. So those are things we should be thinking about and preparing for because they're already working on it. All right, keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. And so I wanted to touch on real quick. And so I did that video yesterday talking about the gold rush. And so the liquidity aspect is major and a lot of countries are using gold as a way to diversify as well as to provide some liquidity within their system. And so it's, it's no doubt that gold has taken the spotlight just because more countries are now using it in trade as well as whatever's coming with the bricks and yada, yada, yada. We leave that forward. We get more information for that. But as economies start to deteriorate even more, citizens are now waking up more so to what's how important gold is and so when i saw this article here i'm like wow this is this is kind of unexpected but it says gold price soars to record highs in saudi gold market and so just to give you a little bit here i highlight it 
because I was actually looking at some of the numbers there and the numbers are not nothing crazy for us just because in USD terms, a gram of gold is already 60, 70, $80. But for them to see 60, the conversion of, to $60 for a gram of gold must be something big just because we don't hear much about the consumers in Saudi Arabia really having gold just because it's not been something that's been talked about. But real quick here, they blame this sudden spike in the gold price in real terms. It says geopolitical tensions, fluctuations in the global economy and shifts in investor sentiment are all being closely scrutinized as potential drivers of the remarkable, remarkable increase. And so this is out of a Middle Eastern news source. So they call it remarkable. It literally must be some type of surprise where they weren't anticipating it. It said, as the world watches closely, the Saudi Arabian gold markets, newfound record prices are sure to have a ripple effect on the broader global economy, leaving many to ponder the future trajectory of this precious metals value. And so right now, it says, uh, in a remarkable turn of events, Saudi Arabian gold market witnessed a substantial surge in gold prices with price of 24 karat gold per gram reaching an unprecedented, unprecedented, think about unprecedented high of 231 reals. So I'm thinking like, wow, what's 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 the conversion rate of 231 reals? Let me see. <laughs> so here I went over here. <laughs> 231 reals is $61. <laughs> so $61, according to the article, is an unprecedented surge for a single gram. And I'm thinking like over here in the U.S., we got people on the Western side talking about, man, gold ain't moved yet. Gold ain't did nothing. Gold is da, 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 whatever. Gold, you know, so you'd be better off buying this Bitcoin because gold is they're not moving. It's but in Saudi Arabia, sixty one dollars for a gram is big news. And right now we can get a gram of gold, even though it's, it's went up depending on where you're shopping at. I think I last saw something at about 80 or so dollars and that's of course factoring the premium so if 60 is big over there wait till like it it you know stuff hits the fan here and it shoots up you know for a gram 100 200 imagine what it's going to be in saudi so yeah gold is definitely sought after and so just to give you an idea of gold price chart in saudi arabia and the saudi arabian real so as of right now this is zoom out to all they're currently, according to this chart here, which goes back to 2010, gold is at an all-time high, officially at 7,200 reals for an ounce. So, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting transition as we move forward. Okay, and on another note here, for my people out here, my real estate investors, you know, there might be some sales out here if you guys are interested. They got a New York skyscraper, 17,000 square foot penthouse at the top of the building that just got cut. The price got cut. And so I'm thinking about you chop off a couple more zeros. I might, I might, I might put in a bid. I might put in a bid, chop off four, four, five zeros. But I just thought this was interesting because I see a lot of people talk about the real estate market and how things are really starting to uh, cool off. And then I see people talking about how even the, um, the uh, companies that do, that do the listings like Redfin and Zillow, like even they're fudging their numbers right now to try to keep things going because they get a lot at stake. So at this current moment, when it comes to trying to find true value for anything, who can you trust? Because all these numbers is fake. The CPI numbers. Yeah. But look at the two year and the 10 years telling us something is going on right now. But New York penthouse once listed for a record 250 million 
gets a 22% price cut. So if anybody got a, you know, one, 195 million, you know, I'm sure it's going to come down more. So if you want to get into the bidding game, feel free to have at it. Just uh, let your boy come on through and hang out a little bit. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was a little something funny. Let me know if you find it funny, but then again, that's somebody's asset. So whoever, whoever is putting that up for sale, more likely surprise some type of billionaire guy. I assume he paid way less for that a while ago. And so he's definitely eating into that equity. So he's probably not the happiest camper, but then again, you know, I'm sure he's not hurting. I hope he's not hurting for cash. Okay. And then on another note here, the U.S. national debt hits $33 trillion. $33 trillion. Look at this boy. Look at this clock. And the higher that number goes, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be fair to say that the world will lose even more confidence, if not what we what remainder we have left i mean credibility is gone confidence is gone and i think more so we're probably on a more of a the laughing stock side of things but 33 trillion that's just u.s national debt that's not including all the things at the bottom all the things at the bottom we got unfunded liabilities we got let me move this up some it's just it's just there's no end in sight until something changes and when i mean something changes there's alternatives put out there and the world is forced to acknowledge that ain't no value in holding a federal reserve liability. And on top of that, they are losing a hundred billion right now in remittance payments because they're underwater because of the interest rate hikes that they're doing. Ain't that something? But then again, when you're a central bank and you are the overlords of the monetary system, you can get away with it for now. And the best part about all this is that while they're literally trying to fudge the books, lie to us in all facets, gold and silver, silver in particular. If the silver to gold ratio out of the ground is eight to one, nine to one, or whatever it might be, it's good to say that silver, which is not getting enough attention, is still the most undervalued asset, commodity, monetary metal, health medical, I mean, you name it. $23.50. So to be able to re redeem paper for those things at this current time, to me, you know, it's just, yeah, you, you, just like you can never have enough savings in the Federal Reserve fiat world. I don't think you can ever have enough insurance to back all that fiat up either in the form of metals. But that's just my two cents there. I could be wrong. Who knows? All right. Where we at? Uh, 26 minutes. Wow. Okay. Let's get to the phone lines then. Let's get to the phone lines. Let's see what's happening tonight. I'm curious to find out what other subjects. Um, low blood pressure, lots of hype over Mele in Argentina. Yeah, I have my suspicions that he is a wolf, a sheep in wolf's clothes, a wolf in sheep's clothes. Yes. And so I don't think he's anything what the Argentinian people really need. I think he's just the right person at the right time to portray that image of a anti-banker, anti-establishment person, similar to the former president we had here. He'll probably get in, shake some things up. But then again, as I always say, he you can't you can't eradicate evil from the system because the swamp in and of itself is the government. So no matter what he attempts to do, he can only get so far, because if he if he poses a real threat, he's, he, you know, what I'm saying? if he's a real threat, you know, what I'm saying like, come on now, like, you know, the system is much bigger than one person. So I don't really put no confidence in him. And on top of that, I was also talking to one of my friends. In Argentina asking him his viewpoints and he was saying that already within within the country he's flip-flopped with some of the stances and some of the things that he's you know put out there 
And he said, my friend said he's yet to put forth an actual game plan or action plan on how he's going to do some of the things he's talking about. He's just becoming a media favorite by talking big, but he hasn't put forth a game plan yet. So, yeah, you can talk big. Then he gets in the office. And, of course, like always, you find out it's not as easy as he thought because it's him versus the entire cabal government that surrounds him. And he realized he won't get no traction. <laughs> he won't get no traction. Um, Michael Arnold says, national emergency is coming for your gold and silver. Uh, what gold and silver? <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's where between now and 2030, we don't know what's coming our way in its entirety. But then again, that's why it's always good to have, you know, strategic locations with different things in it. And I still am a firm believer that at the end of the day, you know, gold and silver is only meant as just a transfer of value and injury to a later time frame. But your greatest asset that you have is your skill set and your knowledge base, because whatever you're able to get and accumulate now, they can take it all from you, strip you down, butt naked, put you in a different environment. If you got real wealth in the form of wisdom that the Bible gives, you can get all that back plus some. So. Anyway, that's just my little two cents. Okay, I'm stuck. I'm ranting. I'm done. I'm running ranting. Let's get the phone lines open, man. Okay, and also, if you haven't, if you have not, I want to encourage you to make sure you guys hit the thumbs up button so that we can get some activity over here. So hopefully more people are able to get uh, notified and plug in with the channel. Okay, so let's get into some questions, man. Let me see here. Um, Let me, let me, let me, let me open up the phone lines. Okay, and then also, I'm feeling, I'm feeling... A little bit charged up real quick. I'm feeling charged up um, for my for my um, people out in the community. Let's put it out there. If you guys have something you want to talk about, make it sweet, simple and short. That's the easier, the better. But also what I want to do. Is give you guys a chance to call in or not call in rather, but let your face be seen if you're interested. And so I'm going to open up the video portion so we can uh, get a chance to meet some people perhaps so if we got any bold courageous people that want to get on and let their face be seen i'll put out that information in a minute hello carlo what's name we calling from hey mike it's a little blood pressure how's it going lbp doing good my friend what's up with you hey mike i want to talk about ai if it's okay go on, give it to me what you got look everybody's talking about ai ai is going to take over the world going to do this i, I like Human beings, Mike, they have something that connects, like the brain, it connects to another dimension. I don't know, God, spiritually, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, like when you have ideas, they come from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. When, and uh, AI can't do that, Mike. They can't, the consciousness is, is put in there by the divine. It's not, you can't create that. See, I never think AI is ever going to take over. It's just a bunch of preset programming that it makes a decision on what to do you know yeah i agree it's it's data it's data it's data gathered and constructed in real time and spit back out you in according to what you're looking for now on the the flip side of that i believe all the stuff we're getting right now in the form of just just as general you know ai information is is literally version 0.01 because what the government's sitting on i believe is probably version one and that stuff right there, I don't think we're ready for it just because they're not going to release it to us to benefit us. They want to use it to help benefit themselves and their you know, totalitarian state they're trying to set up. So I think that we won't really get anything like game changing until we get closer to the end of this decade when they start mixing the algorithm 
programming data stuff into a robotic body form. And then you factor in that crisper, dark energy matter that they've discovered, whatever demonic, satanic life forms that are in that realm, you put those three together, you'll have a very interesting creature of some kind that might end up being associated with or utilized in the antichrist form, you know, down the line. So those just those are just some steps that they might try to use because they're working for Satan. So I, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> look, Mike, look those those demonic things that they talk about. Like I read some religious things, right? <laughs> like there's rules, like the demonics, and 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 they. I don't know. The Muslims have some called the jinn. You know, I don't know <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not well versed in that directly. But go ahead, give it to me. Okay, it's like the demons in Christianity. It's the same thing. Yeah. Or in the or the angels. <laughs> The human beings have more freedom and they have more capability than those beings. Those beings, like, okay, they could they could be powerful and do certain things, but they have to follow God. They can't do, like, whatever they want like we do. Right. That's why human beings and those things are so different. Right, because right. Because we have free will and we have way more power as far as freedom to do things. Mm -hmm. But those things cannot do that because if they did, it would have taken over the earth a long time ago, Mike. Mm, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think there, there. There's boundaries. They have boundaries just because on top of the demonic side of things, like the Holy Spirit, which is God's, you know, triune nature, all the body, all embodied in one that is also present on this earth is much greater and bigger than any demonic forces there ever can be. So the body of Christ in and of itself, all believers who have a piece of the Holy Spirit in them outnumbers in, in total capacity and power and authority, all that demonic stuff. So that's one of the primary reasons why, you know, the earth hasn't come to a complete ruin just because there is good in the earth in the form of the Holy Spirit. So uh, I don't think that's going to be a problem whatsoever. And also, even in the biblical times, there were, you know, people possessed with demonic forces that Jesus encountered and he cast out devils. So several times in the gospel, it mentioned about him casting out devils. He cast out devils more than you know, some of the miracles outside of that. But then again, now, nowadays, I don't hear too much about casting out devils. So not many people are aware of that authority we have to cast out devils. So imagine all the devils running around right now. Imagine all the devils in DC and in Wall Street and Hollywood. Like those people are under the influence of some really demonic forces just because like they're here, they're amongst us. That's for sure. They, yes, yes, Mike, they influence, but I don't think they have ultimate power. Look, Go back to the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. They couldn't even force the human beings to eat the fruit of knowledge. They had to influence and, right. and keep whispering and whispering and whispering until it finally happened. Right. If they were powerful, they would have the the people would have just dated right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, I mean, but I mean, that's where I think there is limits. There is boundaries. Like in between. I mean, so of course, Satan, if he could, it would love to just wipe out humanity altogether. But then again, God won't allow him to do that. So he's his his abilities and his overall control he has is minimal and of course god sees all that from beginning to end he knows what he's gonna do before he even think about doing it so it's not surprising him so that's why i don't think his influence is that great even though he uses his power very well and i think like the primary categories is um cares of this world deceitfulness of riches lust of other things and there's a fourth i can't think of that are the influencers of mankind but the Bible says that man is driven by their own lust, which they are, of course, enticed by the enemy. But, you know, he don't make you do it. It's just, you know, you put a seed in your ear, you see it, you listen to it, you start acting on it. He got you. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs>
Yeah, man. But that's just the church of RTD tonight. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Yeah, be good. Yeah. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. God is good, man. God is good. Uh, 100%. Satan has to get God's permission for all things. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. It's called the ninth dementia. Dementia. Michael, I'm not too well versed in that. Drop me some more knowledge on that one. Uh, this is all about earning our passport into the kingdom or not. Um, earning, I don't, that's the thing. We don't have to earn our, our way into the kingdom. You know, faith is simply just a gift. Grace is a gift is a, that we received. And the moment you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior and believe in your heart, confess out your mouth, your name was sealed. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And at that time, your name was written in the Lamb's book of life and the Holy Spirit, which is the embodiment of the government of God, comes to live inside of you. So technically speaking, the kingdom of God is already here inside of us, according to scripture. And so uh, I think if, if we acted from that position of who we already are in reference to having been born anew, then, you know, the world would definitely be a different place. Because we wouldn't tolerate a lot of this foolishness that happens to uh, be doing what it's doing. Uh, alcohol is alchemy at alcohol. When you drink spirits, you lower your vibration and then you have the spiritual walk is and take you over, limit your alcohol. Shannon. Okay. Right. The Bible says not to be drunk off strong drink, but to be drunk off the spirit. Yeah. Interesting. Jamie Diane don't ask for permission from one. <laughs> All right, so what we got here? So yeah, I'm, I'm missing phone calls. Forgive me, missing the phone calls. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Hey there, Mike. Um, this is uh, Ten Pounds, as you know me. Um, how you doing, bro? I'm, I'm good, my friend. Long time no see. What's going on with you? Yeah, man. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, for the audience, in case you didn't know, I'm over in the DMV. Um, yeah. So uh, you were just talking about uh, works and faith and how you know you can't enter the kingdom of God uh, through acts of work mm -hmm. and good deeds possible it says it right there in the scriptures yeah right um it's literally a divine uh presence and a divine relationship that you sort of need to establish mm -hmm. so yeah uh, but anyway um really wanted to talk about this whole digital dollar ecosystem yeah give it to me setting up with right now and all this whatnot um yeah you know there's a lot of different um syndicates and power players I work behind the scenes right now and mm -hmm. um i'm seeing a lot of growth in the evm sector mm -hmm. especially on like brand new layer ones yeah they're like sort of like blazing fast super fast hyper efficient and there's tons of resources to go around like i mean like enough resources for like enough you know to practically rebuild society you mm -hmm. know what i mean just enough yeah right? um yeah, and uh, I'm talking about, like, where the dollar is practically irrelevant, phased out. And the only thing that really matters is people's uh, integrity, people's dreams, their aspirations, what they can provide to society, and how well they collaborate. Um, but, yeah, with that being stated, I kind of took the privilege amongst myself to sort of launch my own algorithmic stablecoin mm. early, really early, while I can, uh -huh. you know, get ahead of the market, front run the market. Yeah, how's it so, going? Yeah, uh, you know, the Fed ship their own digital dollar but anybody can ship their own digital dollar don't now, be afraid don't be sitting on the sidelines That's now I now i know you're very i know you're very technical and so as far as you know creating your own what's the, was it was it relatively simple and then 
how how is it doing thus far and are you connected and trading is it, va- is it available or give us some details on it um yeah i kind of i don't want to get in trouble or anything you know like i can't necessarily like you know straight up say hey yo go out here and buy this right now <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, i want to like offer security you know what i mean right so right SEC would uh like to frame this right um yeah it's um brand new right i started the pool like practically 48 hours ago right now we're sitting at about a penny so okay. yeah super low uh but once again you know there's no price discovery on this evm rpc configuration mm-hmm. and uh by the way i'm talking about post chain in case anybody uh, wants to do their own research and due diligence post chain post chain id 369 as in infinite energy manifestation uh if anybody's familiar with nikola tesla's work and research mm-hmm. uh those numbers should ring a bell all right well hey appreciate you man putting in that work creating stuff building stuff all right man thanks for calling in yeah you do take care mike yeah be good in touch. yeah good stuff good stuff building his own protocol man i wish i had that skill set <laughs> all right good people what else we got going on here what else is happening out here Feel free to uh, throw something out. TB, what's up, man? It says most are less than a penny. Yeah, but then again, all it takes is, you know, uh, have a big bag of penny stocks. And when the next you know, tranche of cash comes in here and uh, take that penny to 30 cents, a lot of people cash out, <laughs> never work again in their life. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Pulse Chain, right, man, Hex, Pulse Chain. I know a lot of people in love with Richard Hurt. He's supposed to be the real deal. So we'll see what his upcoming legal issues with the SEC looks like. And a lot of people think for some reason he's going he gonna to stick it to the SEC. So I will be paying attention to that one because they have been taking some L's as of late. They have been taking L's. But time will tell. Time will tell. What else we got here? Uh, it says the key to free energy is mercury. Uh, I have, persistent, I have seen some videos. And I, don't, I don't know if you, if you posted them or what, but... Just seeing how, you know, people put like a vial of uh, mercury in a cup and put a light bulb over or something like that or put it in there and that boy lit up. And I think it was it was in, I think it was some kids in Africa that discovered, you know, was digging and found some things. And, that, you know, I'm not sure what it was. It was some type of element from the earth in this video I saw was a lot of men out in Africa and hands was all beat up. And they had a little rock, had a small little rock of something. They, I forgot what it was on the screen. And they put a light bulb up to their rock and that boy lit up. I'm like, whoa. So I assume it was real. Uh, persistent or resistant. Yeah, I did see that it was a, um, uh, what was it? Uh, about, uh, let me see. Let me look it up real quick. I did see that. So definitely something took place. I didn't dive too deep into it. Uh, let me see here. Um, so for it to spike so high means that uh, somebody's getting out of Dodge somebody's getting out of dodge uh let me find where's my little let me find my thing uh shoot give me one second here let me where my damn government there we go nope give me one second let me try to find the Uh, I don't have it. I don't have it where to go to your. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling lost. Persistence. Forgive me. 
Yeah, someone says somebody, yeah, somebody getting out of trouble, man. Somebody getting out of dodge. You say as the Saudis. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I would have my first assumption off of off of seeing that type of sell-off is that it's somebody with the bricks. Somebody in the bricks. Oh, and speaking of which, <laughs> uh, just to get into a little geopolitical real quick, uh, here's something that I, I don't I don't know what their holdings are, but uh, there's going to be a lot more pressure placed on nations that decide to uh, join forces with the BRICS. But it says here the U.S. is trying to blackmail Egypt uh, into dishing, dishing, ditching Russia. And so he goes on to talk about, you know, how they're trying to lean on them uh, for human right uh, issues and stuff like that. Just trying to pick nit, nitpick at probably the six countries that have up until January to accept the invitation into the BRICS uh, program. So I would imagine uh, Egypt and a couple other nations will probably also have to uh, begin unloading some of those U.S. liabilities now that uh, there is no point of return, given that our country is going off a cliff at a much faster rate, uh, especially after um, after this uh, upcoming debt ensemble with the corporate debt that's not doing too well. We got the student loans and they got the auto. We got you name it. So all denominated in dollars. Oh, what else we got here? The West is going down and our leaders are assisting it. Yeah. For some reason, I'd imagine all the people who signed up for the UN Agenda 2030 and the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. So those two agendas right there are the ones that are those are within those two programs. They have come up with their own little playbook of events that they want to see unfold to get to their desired outcome of you own nothing and be happy with it. And so between now and then, uh, all those politicians that support radical policies that are contrary to what the average God loving, country loving, gun touting individual would want for their country. Uh, those guys are signing up for that type of stuff and what they get out of it. I don't know what type of promises that you would willing be willing to take or been willing to sell your soul for some short term, you know, riches. Yeah. But then, then again, people do it all the time. Uh, am I Barat India? Are you familiar with Barat India? I am not familiar, familiar with Barat India. I do know within India right now, they're experiencing lockdowns. So is that what you're referring to? Feel free to let me know. Let me uh, look this up real quick. Let me look this up real quick. Uh, India lockdowns. India lockdowns. Okay, let's get another call. Uh, hello, caller, what's your name? We call it from? Give me one sec, give me one sec, give me one second. I gotta put you on speakerphone. All right, one more time. What's your name? Where you calling from? Broker from the internet. How you doing, my friend? Hey, uh, what are your thoughts on this whole GM strike, this whole UAW strike? Um, I am not surprised uh, that the timing of this is right on point with all the other strikes that's taking place. Or that it was it potentially could take place. Take place. I know with the whole UPS, you know, winning that all-time outrageous pay of a hundred and some thousand dollars to deliver uh, is incentive for more companies and unions to start doing something like that. So I'm not surprised. Surprised that all three decide to do it at the same time. But I think uh, 
why not get as much as you can while you can before ain't nothing worth having. So more power to him, I guess. But I, I think it's going to come back to bite him in the butt more so than anything. So, but then again, everybody sees it differently. So what are you thinking about it? Well, my thoughts are this. I kind of think that the UAW president's been bought and paid for, and they're asking for something that they know they're not going to get. Mm-hmm. I think that they actually want them to go on strike. Mm-hmm. So all that was planned out, and um, they're not selling any cars. They have a bunch of cars in inventory they need to sell, so they can probably survive a while mm-hmm. with not having it work and this might be their dream scenario is for him to go on strike that's what i think which is a possibility my, my comment my my comment on the ups thing is the raise sounds really good and on paper it looks great mm-hmm. but the reality of of the whole thing is that's only a good contract if if uh, the economy stays exactly the same and we don't experience some more inflation right if we do <laughs> In five years, they might be working for peanuts. Right, right. According to like, or, who knows? Yeah, or watch this. Or, you know, whatever we're anticipating coming in, in the near or distant future as far as the economy being turned inside out or upside down or falling off the cliff, whatever that looks like, At the on the flip side of that, commerce is going to stop. And if commerce stops, therefore, you know, consumption makes up our entire economy. So if people are buying and consuming then there'll be no packages for delivery. And then there's going to be massive layoffs at that point as well as other things. So, you know, anyway, go, you know, get what you can, why you can, while the system is still running, because at some point it's going to be a change and it won't flow as smoothly. As long as people accept the dollar, go ahead and get as much as you can. Just don't be left holding the bag at the end of the day. <laughs> shipping business now too. So mm-hmm. they're going to, they're going to drive everybody's numbers down. Mm, yeah. So I forgot now- about that. Mm-hmm three people in the shipping sector, you're going to have four people in the shipping sector. Yeah. So that will the other companies. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a logistics nightmare. <laughs> but then again, I hope, I hope it's no time soon. I hope this is just, you know, hope things remain the way they are. I'll take it rather than the, the, the opposite of this. Cause when it stops, it stops and it's, and it's good right now. So I don't want it to stop. <laughs> we, we're, we're able to uh, take advantage of, you know, this criminality for as long as we can, I'll do it, man. Just might as well. Why not? And then that auto bailout back in 09, man, you would not believe that. Well, you would know. You're right there in the heart of it. All yeah. the jobs that they sent overseas, all mm-hmm. the equipment, they sent everything out of here they could with that loan money. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is, Michael just mentioned, I forgot that uh, Ford decided to, as it said, temporarily lay off 600 people now that a good portion of the factories are no longer operating. So they don't need that extra work. So they're going to stay sending more people home. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Mind you, all this public partner, public private partnerships, I don't know this for sure, but I would imagine the car manufacturing companies are probably also dialed in and signed on to the, they pledge allegiance to the World Economic Forum's you know, a little, you know, come, let's all come together and restructure, reshape manufacturing and reshape the office space, reshape all this crap. So I wouldn't be surprised, as you mentioned, that, you know, they're doing it in, 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 on purpose because, like, we, you know, like, so here's another question, like with Bud Light, like, you know, to go from number one beer in the country to just like not even being able to sell anything, losing share value, losing everything. And all of a sudden, like people usually get fired when stuff like that happens. But why come nobody's getting fired? Anybody bitching, pitching a fit? The company's still moving on and. They're not really profitable right now, to my knowledge. But once again, it's okay because 
somebody promised them that they'll be made, they'll be made whole on the back end of all this. So them amongst many other woke companies. Those companies are being blackmailed is what I heard. That's why mm. they're doing all this crazy stuff like Target and the mm-hmm. whole putting all that LGB stuff out there in the mm-hmm. front of it. Mm-hmm. Like how do you and, so how do you blackmail a company though? Like I mean like from the, the board to see I mean like you know like because I mean it's a it's a publicly traded company. So what do you threaten to you know kill their shares? I mean so I just it's possible, but I mean I, that's going through a lot. Get dirt on people and you make them do certain things and if there's a big repercussion once it's already been done it's done yeah you know yeah but budweiser come back if they would sell the company back to the to augie bush which they could come back which i don't think i don't as of but, right now i don't think that's a part of their plan so they rather probably run the country they, they probably would rather run the company into the ground for whatever agenda they're trying to accomplish now with all these other woke companies they put it back in the hands of the owners and have them rebuild it and undo everything that they're trying to, you know, accomplish with, with whatever they're trying to accomplish. So, yeah. And, and that's the thing. In this current environment, nothing really makes sense. It's all foolishness. But then again, more people are jumping on board with it. ESG. To, <laughs> yeah. to go back to the um, what we were talking about, the, the UAW thing, you know what? It doesn't matter what contract your union's under mm-hmm. if the company lays it off it doesn't matter if you got to act to make 20 percent wage increase every year if you don't have a job next week exactly <laughs> they can lay off whoever it doesn't matter what the contract says they can lay everybody off right and on top of that you want to you want they want they want an old school pension and they want to work one less day that's a lot that's asking that i mean that to me sounds like even i don't even see the compromise in the middle like for the for them companies to take on the liabilities of retirement for the rest of your life in the form of a pension. And that's another thing, like, you know, we're witnessing pensions unravel right now with the trucking companies stuff like that. So, you know, Hey, you know, get what you can while you can, because it, it won't be there in the future, especially the way things are going. So, but Hey man, appreciate you calling, man. They could make, make that work. Mike, if they had, if they were thinking maybe along the lines of five, 10 hour days, yeah, five, 12 days, four 12 hour days i, I, I still days. think i still think they would complain because I, I was you know posting something on instagram and people were like chewing me out man saying you don't know what it's like being in a factory for 10 hours it's hot in there no ventilation that i'm like i'm like i thought that's called work you know what i'm saying like you know you i'm gonna say you choose to be there like you don't have to work there you know what i'm saying so but then again like here and like especially people get paid extremely well like i remember growing up you know to work in a plant was like the goal for a lot of people because they were getting paid now everybody is you know getting you know funds of some kind it doesn't really matter because they don't purchase much so but they were used to they used to look good back in the day my grandfather's all worked in the plant so they had cadillacs with the sun rooftops leaning on the side with the gangster lean <laughs> all right man be good good talking to you man <laughs> Bigger in the scene with the gangster lane. Ooh, ooh. All right, good people. We're about that 55 minute mark, man. Uh, gotta have some laughs sometimes, man. Hopefully, you guys were entertained as well as educated a little bit in some areas. And of course, I appreciate everybody who chipped in on the uh, chat as well as the people who called in. Unfortunately, nobody 
uh, did the face-to-face portion, but I'm going to try to work that in more so people can uh, plug in and uh, share and be like a little part-time co-host with me, share some thoughts, answer some calls and stuff like that. I think it'd be fun. All right, good people. Uh, I want everybody to be blessed, be safe, stay prayed up, get your weight up, and uh, enjoy your evening or your morning, wherever you're watching from. And uh, yeah, find a way to be a blessing to somebody else, man. Find a way to be a blessing to somebody else. That is the goal. Spread love. All right, good people. Be blessed. Be safe. I will see you guys tomorrow, 9 p.m., same time, same place. And on the way out, if you haven't, hit that thumbs up. Show your boy some love. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the